Welcome to the Women's Fitness Academy podcast. We're here to talk about women's health, hormones, body image, and all things female. Hi guys, Lauren Calvin here, back for a special episode. I have Gemma Greasley here, uh, who is a physio and also a planning and organization queen. Um, And something that I need a lot of help with, having ADHD and running a business and having kids, uh, it is so essential to have a plan, write it down and follow through with those plans. Um, And I know a lot of you will probably relate to that. So we're here to help you with your planning and organisation. So Gem, um, tell us a bit about yourself and why, yeah, why you got into that. Hey everyone, it's Gemma. Um, Yes, so why did I get into it? Well, it kind of just fell in my lap. I have always planned this way for a very long time and one day at the very end of my holiday, I just thought, why don't I just put it all into one book so I don't have multiple books to try and plan with because that's a little bit overwhelming. So I wrote it all up and printed it out and I just created a, um, essentially I created both a volume one and a volume two And what's included in that is yearly goal setting. Um, And we're breaking your goals down into like different um, categories that are important to, you know, achieve in each aspect of your life to look at your overall well-being, well-being at the end of the year. Um, And then looking at your monthly um, planning templates as well, you come into like your budget flows, you've got your monthly to-do lists, and then your most important part, which is your goal reflection, where you're self-reflecting upon the goals that you initially set um, at the start of the year, which is something that I have found incredibly difficult over the years and definitely need a bit of a reminder in order to track my progress, which is why I um, ultimately wanted to include the monthly planning templates as well for that reason. Um, And then just um, special to volume two, you've got your weekly planning templates. And then in that, you've got your day-to-day planning. You've got your habit tracker, fitness planner, meal planner, and most importantly, mood reflection. Mm -hmm. And then a little notes page there too. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I love the mood reflection part um, and it's like a daily thing and you can jot down what your mood was that day and you can reflect on why your mood maybe wasn't as good as what it could have been and I was having a bad day, um, a bit hormonal, uh, maybe I didn't eat um, my, you know, I didn't eat well enough yeah. and made me feel sluggish or I didn't get my workout in so I felt a bit, you know, deflated, disappointed and then having that, um reflection can help you the next day to get back on track and and do better the next day or the next week or whatever it is yeah 100% i think my main two points in order to like include that in your weekly planning um for personal experience i was off the pill for about um 12 months now and i guess from about 8 months onwards i started to experience quite bad pms so it's good to kind of track you know your emotions and your feelings throughout the week and be able to relate it to kind of where you're at in your cycle as well so that you're not just going like batshit crazy and you don't know why mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i guess the second point of view especially coming from a physio background and looking at like your emotional and psychological responses to pain as such in regards to whether you're recovering from an injury I think that's super important to recognize your emotions and your feelings in regards to, you know, how you were feeling that day and possibly how that injury was feeling. Because I know that sometimes my back pain can get a little bit cyclical. 
um, as well. So it's good to know and recognize that so that you're not kind of getting into that fear cycle at risk of making pain worse too. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and you're not just guessing like, oh, have I felt this way for a long time? I can't remember. Um, when was the last time I felt like this? Or, you know, you might go to your doctor and they'd be saying, you know, how long have you felt this way or when did that start? And you, I don't know, if someone like me, I'd be like, oh, I don't know, maybe last mm. week, maybe 10 months ago, I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. um so having things written down and yeah just re- being able to reflect and plan ahead is so beneficial um and yeah what um have you always been good at planning an organization or is it this something that you needed to do because you weren't good at it um so I think if I gave my response and my partner Lachlan gave his response it'd be completely different <laughs> um Lachlan would say that I've got OCD and everything needs to be perfect and planned out. And then in my head, I feel like way too overwhelmed with everything that's going on. So I need to have everything written down, like visualized so I know what's going on and I don't forget everything. But I would say that my brain can sometimes be like one of those little mouses running on those wheels and I just need to jot it down in front of me so I don't forget it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Always been a good planner, I guess, in school, definitely. I played basketball nearly every day after school, so I had to know when to have time to do my assignments, do homework. Followed then into university, studying physio. That was a whirlwind. I stopped kind of playing basketball in around the first year because everything got very hectic, but I was working full time. So I needed to be quite on top of things in that regard. And I, yeah, would agree in the fact that I am a little bit of a perfectionist and everything (laughs) needs to be set out. So (laughs) that's probably why. Yeah, nice. Going through uni, I, I, yeah, I guess I was terrible at planning and I didn't um, schedule things properly and I didn't write down when things were due and, um, and, yeah, it took me, what, five years to finish a three-year uni degree. So that is telling (laughs) (laughs) um yeah (laughs) um but yeah it's something that I guess there's so many apps and programs and things these days that people can use but I feel like having a physical book and a pen it I don't know is there a scientific thing about it just having that connection to your hand and your eyes and writing it down that helps with um taking things in processing things and remembering things like what do you think yeah I I mean scientifically there probably is 100% I think I know in regards to more or less evidence you need to be writing or looking at something at least seven times to be able to completely remember it so having something physical written down and you can reflect on that you have your journal you have your diary you have your planner with you to be able to look at that and know what you're doing each week I think it's going to be super important for you to just develop your mindset of what you want to actually achieve that week so that because life gets so busy and as much as everyone thinks that they can know what they're doing next Wednesday it's really tough when you know you've got whether you've got children or you've got like something coming up in your business this week something went wrong at work so you can't really think straight too much it's it's really tricky but to have it written down in front of you in a place that's familiar to you in your house, I think it's just very important in keeping you on track. 
Mm, absolutely. And like you can have goals and ideas and aspirations, but if you don't write them down and specify exactly what they are and have an action plan to get to those goals, then it's unlikely that you're actually going to achieve those goals. So um, as a busy woman, busy girls, like we have a lot of goals and we've got a lot on our plate, whether you're a mum or you're studying and working or starting a business or running a business, all those things. Um, one of them on their own is hard enough. Doing lots of things is, yeah, it, it is um, a mental load that is very overwhelming for a lot of us. Um, and <clears throat> so, yeah, having a something to write it down, get it out of your brain and see it written down in a, you know, planned out way and then you can tick that off, that ticking off things or crossing things out that you've achieved it really gives you that dopamine hit and makes you feel good. So then it makes you more motivated to keep going with goals um, or adding to goals or things like that. So, um, yeah, I think having a planner is, yeah, I think it's really important and something that I'm happy to be doing again. I stopped doing it for a while and and just got super overwhelmed with everything and it definitely shows um yeah, when I do use a planner and have things written down, it shows with my mental state and my overall well-being. I'm I'm less stressed. I'm you know I'm not forgetting things. I'm not missing things. I'm not um yeah too overwhelmed to be able to do all the things because I guess we can do anything. We can do we can have it all, but you can't do everything at once. Um, you need to have a system and do things in a way that yeah makes it healthy I guess. <laughs> 100% I feel like we can wear so many hats at different times it's tricky to remember you know to pick up that other hat and remember what your role is in there and I feel like that was probably the biggest thing about um, including that monthly goal reflection um, because I've been quite shocking at self-reflection in the past and I feel like over the last three years um, being a physio my practice leader has you know, taking me through that self-reflection process really nicely, clearly, gently at first, but does make me think, you know, where am I at now? What did I achieve then? And how can I do it better next time? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's really important, not only, you know, to track and to make sure that you're on track, but motivational wise as well to know that, you know, you did achieve that and you, you can keep going. I think, Relating to that, making sure like goals are obviously realistic as well, because if you're mm. setting yourself up for failure, that can be really tricky, overwhelming and just cause, you know, a lot of stress there. So looking at your goal setting, particularly at the start of the year, it is really your foundation for the year and you need to be realistic with what you can achieve in that time. I did see something um recently where people have been splitting up their year into phases phase one phase two phase three phase four for your quarterly goal setting which is also another way that you you can do it and some people no one's um, the same everyone's different so you know if you work better within a 12-week period rather than your self-reflection every month that is you know 100% okay and you can do it that way as well yeah, awesome. Um, it's definitely, yeah, something that is individual and, and everyone's different. Like some people are great at planning and organising. Um, my sister's a high school teacher and everything she does is meticulously planned and she'll send me an invite to one of her kids' birthdays that's three months away or four months away and I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. Like I, don't, I can't remember when my kids' birthdays are. I'm like, crap. 
<laughs> She's like, oh, are you coming to birthday party? I'm like, uh, wait, when was it? What, what did you send me? <laughs> I feel like at the start of the year too, it's so tricky because you keep forgetting it's 2024 and then you're like, wait, what month is it? What are we doing? Yes. Oh, my God, how quickly the days and the months and the weeks go so quickly and we'll wake up tomorrow and it'll be Christmas again and it's just like, what the hell happened? What did I do? I, know. I keep accidentally typing in my notes like 0123, 0123. I'm like, no, I need to. I keep backspacing. It's like, stop. Yeah. 2024, year of getting shit done, actually planning, having those goals, writing them down, and not thinking yeah. that, you know, you didn't achieve them because you're not smart enough or you're not good enough at something. It's just you need to have that support of, you know, help, supportive people but also support of yourself doing the work preparing and planning that is it's a discipline um and it's a discipline that not everyone has but it's something that everyone can learn and I know I never had it I don't still have it very well but it's something that I'm trying to um discipline myself to do and learn and then like anything it turns into a habit that you keep doing and you get better at um and then the better you get at planning and goal setting and achieving things the more successful like you can be um and yeah I guess reflecting on everything is so helpful for everything (laughs) definitely my advice would be because obviously planning can be quite overwhelming um in a umbrella term but you know you run through your weekend your weekend goes so quickly it's already Sunday afternoon before you know it you've got to get everything ready for the week meal prep get the kids lunches do laundry make sure you're set up otherwise you know you're setting yourself up for a bracket like failure throughout the week Mm. Um, I think something that I have done this year and dedicated it to myself is every hour one hour on a Sunday I you know put my phone away I remove myself from the situation if there's someone in the house I'll take myself out of the house just sit there just with the book and go through each of the planning pages that I use personally um, and it helps me to just kind of be a bit more present and in the moment and remember what I'm planning why I'm planning it um, and it's, it's it's really helpful to to know that that's my time to plan each week where I sometimes I think especially, you know, last year something that I was quite poor with was I would plan on, I don't think it was ever the same time or day. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, quickly, let's do it now. Oh, quickly, let's do it now. But it's, no, you need to sit down, you need to think about it and you need to be, um, like, purposeful with it because, you yeah. know, that is your planning time to set yourself up um, for success, for the week, mm-hmm. for life. Yeah, absolutely. I think Sundays are a good day. Um, well, for most people, but everyone's different. But Sundays, um, if you don't know where to start, start with getting your planner. Sunday afternoon, um, set yourself that hour um, and prioritize it because I guess a lot of the time we don't prioritize our own um, our own health, our own goals, our own things because we do have so much else we have to. Um, care for so we might be caring for children or you know have study or have work but all those things um, will work so much better if you prioritize yourself your health your planning and your mental state so it is a priority to sit down on a Sunday afternoon and have that hour to set to yourself to reflect and plan ahead write down everything you've got to do for that week um, check all your 
um, events that you've got on or any meetings or birthdays, anything like that, everything that you need to do, have it written down um, and then plan each day that what you want to do in that, what you want to get done in that day. And then when you get to that day, you're not overwhelmed thinking, what did I need to do today? Um, and you can tick it off and it feels good. Um, and if if you didn't get something done that day, that's fine. You can reflect on that and put it in the next day and prioritise that for the next day or whenever it, it needs to be. Um, but, yeah, not getting overwhelmed and prioritising yourself and, and writing down and, and ticking off those goals. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I guess, like, with goal setting, um, I don't know if there's, like, better ways of doing it, but there's always the the smart system, like specific, measurable, attainable, um, is it realistic, and then time, time frame. Um, so making sure that your goals aren't a little too um, too much for your, uh, your life, I guess. You might not be able to get something done in, and I don't, yeah, you don't want to overload yourself as well because that means that not everything or you might be able to do a little bit of everything okay, but you want to be able to do things well as well. So you don't want to overload yourself that things are, you know, you're dropping the ball in some things. you got to look after your health first. Um, got to look after your family or your job, obviously, because that's important. Um, but, yeah, looking after yourself is very important. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And I think I agree with you in the regards to not setting too many goals for yourself too. Like you could have, you know, fabulous goals written down on a whole page, but that is just way too much for your brain to process. So something that, I mean, I've done specifically in the planner was just say only three points per category, just so that, you know, you're not doing four, five, six, where it just starts to trickle into that like um, overwhelming state. You get a little bit anxious because you haven't actually been on track for all of them. But, you know, you, if you dedicate your time to, you know, the one, the two, the three in each category, then you're going to be much more um, able to achieve it in that specific time frame, and, and it's more realistic to um, track your progress because you're not trying to track things on like a massive spider web of how many things mm. and tasks you're going to be achieving right now. It's more of a, a runway in regards to where to go. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's where a lot of people um, fall off the you know what they're doing is they um it's all or nothing but what works best is that starting small and doing small things each each week or each day and then if you can achieve those things then adding to them and not just overloading from the start so like if you mm-hmm. if your goal is like a a fitness goal of some sort you're not going to start the first week working out two hours every day for seven days a week because that's ridiculous and you'll burn yourself out and probably hurt yeah. yourself and it's not necessary um yeah yeah slow sustainable is what you know works best for everything really um start with the small goal of i'm going to get to the gym twice this week and then after a few weeks if you achieve that add it three or four times each week and then um you know, if you are time poor, don't overload yourself. Half an hour at the gym is so enough. Um, half an hour workout three or four times a week, That you know, is that achievable? And if it is, that's awesome. Maybe you can up it to 40 minutes um, or five days a week. So, yeah, having those uh, realistic goals and not overloading yourself is mm. um, so important. 
(laughs) There's so much excitement at the start of the year. Like everyone's excited. It's fresh. It's a new start, which is awesome. But I did see something, I think it was like from the 12th of Jan, which was the second week in Jan. That's where people generally start to fall off in relation to their goals. So I found that super interesting um, in regards to, you know, everyone's kind of, I guess, maybe going back to work at that time. Reality is setting in. But, you know, you can still use that excitement towards, you know, achieving what you want to set out. And even if you do, you know, that one week that you go back to work, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, that mental load is increasing because you've got all the things to worry about at work. It doesn't mean that you've blown it off and you need to blow it off for the year start again next year but it's fine you reflect on the week that you've had you will you know you'll reflect on like your mood as such and you probably saw that you were anxious stressed overwhelmed so you reset at the start of the next week and you try again I don't think it's an um not necessarily an excuse but don't Mm. don't be so hard on yourself because no one's going to get it right every single week everyone's learning everyone's building um and you know you, you learn from your mistakes and you learn from those experiences where you think you could have done better so use that as fuel for the next week as well yeah absolutely and also um reflecting on why you maybe didn't achieve it what were the barriers and um i think a lot of people get stuck in the oh it's, i can't change that but if there is a barrier and it is affecting your goals um it it's something that needs to be addressed like some it might be something that is hard to address like you might have a really bad relationship you you might have um yeah like you might need to break up with your partner <laughs> Um, if you're unhappy, if you're unhappy in your relationship, or you've got, you know, you, you're living with people you don't like, or they're disrupting you, and <clears throat> your friend circle maybe, it, you know, they just want to party all the time, and those sorts of barriers that people get stuck in, like, oh, that's just my friend circle, I can't change that. But mm. if you think about your future self, where do you see yourself? And and if you, yeah, if you're really serious about your goals and 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 you can really see your potential, then you're letting yourself down by keeping those barriers in place. So, um, yeah, if you need to move house, if you need to get some more time for yourself, like those are sort of barriers you need to actually take seriously. Um, and if you've got unsupportive partners or family or anything like that, um, just, yeah, you can work on uh, either getting them to become supportive or reducing your time with those people. So, it, yeah, yeah, getting those barriers, um, yeah, is massive. Mm. And they always say surrounding yourself with like-minded, like-minded people is crucial mm. for your success, which it, it honestly is because, you know, if you've got similar, if you've got people around you with similar goals, motives, they don't have to be the exact same, but if you're both driven to achieve them in order to maybe, you know, give up the partying on the weekend or, you know, you know, swap it. I feel like everyone this year is going and joining a run club. Yeah. <laughs> so no, swapping the cocktail, swapping the margarita for a 6am coffee on the Sunday morning, you know, finding people as well that want to do that with you because it's just like when you're trying to get into the gym or doing an activity, it's always better to do it with someone because you can feed off each other's motivation. Maybe on that day where you're not feeling as motivated, they are. So they say, come on, I've got a friend, um, Gabby, who I go to the gym with and it's a constant battle between us. She's like, nah, you're coming. And I'm like, no, you're coming. And it, it really helps and, you know, there's it's very rare that there's a day where you're both like nah not going you you, yeah. you both have that similar goal you want to both achieve it 
Um, and I think, yeah, just really important to surround yourself with people who have a similar motive. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I've, I've got my gym buddy um, and, yeah, she, I, like, I'm the one that's a qualified trainer and she's the newbie and I've taught her. Um, I got her to come to the gym and I taught her how to, you know, do exercises and technique and everything like that. But she's the one that makes me come to the gym. So it's like, yeah. like, oh, like I'm really sore today. And she's like, no, we're still going because she enjoys it so much and she gets so much out of it. And so that makes me uh, go as well. And then I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I came today because on the days where we're both too busy or don't go, you just feel, you know, more fatigued and less energy and, you know, you are you didn't get your workout in. And, it, um, yeah, so it helps having at least that one gym buddy who is similar to you in, in what time they can go to the gym and they're, yeah, you can feed off each other. One might be motivated, one might not be that day. So you can both hype yeah. each other up and help each other get through um Getting to the gym. Getting to the gym is the hardest part. Once you're there, you're there and you can smash your workout. You feel so yeah. much better. But, yeah, just it even be something. Yeah, something simple as literally going for a walk because we mm. know, like, the, you know, release of endorphins that you get post-exercise is going to increase your mood. It's going to make yeah. you a little bit more clear-minded and probably a bit more motivated to then to tackle the day, tackle the week. So, mm. yeah, it's always, um, you know, relating back to exercise and how it can make you feel. But you've got to think of... Yeah, that end goal rather than the the climb of the mountain to get out of the bed and go to the gym. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, very good. Um, well, thank you so much, Gemma. Um, how can people find you and uh, how can people work with you? Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for today. I had so much fun. Um, so at the moment, um, I'm on Instagram. Um, so it's gg.planwithme is where you can find our 2024 planners. There is limited stock, so I would grab them um, probably before the end of the month if you could um, because we we will be finishing up for the year and um, getting ready for 2025. So we'll have some things in store for you then. So please stay up to date. Um, and also for my physio page it's called form and flow physiotherapy um so i will be um regularly posting on there and having a few exciting updates to come um in the next few months awesome can't wait to see all that and continue working with you and using your planners and things like that um it's uh yeah really helped me so thank you so much no worries thank you <laughs>